Welcome, listeners. I'm Anne, the scripture storyteller. I love the scriptures, and I love telling the stories of how God helps men and women and girls and boys as they learn and grow here on the earth. Let's see what happens in today's story, and maybe you'll see how it might help you in your story. Hello, listeners. Today's story is from the Book of Mormon in Alma, chapter 39 through 42. When we left our story last time, Alma had called his oldest and middle sons to come and talk to him. Now that he finished talking to them, Alma called his youngest son, Corianton, to come and talk to him. Alma said to Corianton, My son, I have a little more to say to you than I did to your brother, Shiblon. You did not follow my instructions among the people of the Zoramites, the way your brother did. You went about boasting about your strength and your wisdom, and you left our missionary work and went over to the land of Siron, near the borders of the Lamanites, to be with a woman named Isabel." I know that Isabel convinced many people to make wrong choices, but that's no excuse for you, my son. You should have stayed true to the missionary work that you had been asked to do. And because the Zoramites saw your actions, they would not believe what I was trying to teach them. Corianton, I wish that you had not made this wrong choice and I would not bring up the fact that you made this wrong choice except that I want to talk about how to repent from it. My son, please repent and stop making these wrong choices. Talk to your brothers about what you should do. You are young, and you can be strengthened and helped by your brothers. Listen to what they teach you. Turn to God with all your might, mind, and strength. And don't seek for the riches of the world. You can't take them with you. Corianton, I want to talk to you more about Jesus Christ. Remember, he was the one you were supposed to teach about as a missionary. You were to tell the people that he is coming and prepare them to hear his words. I know that you wonder why we know about this so long before it will happen, but isn't a person just as precious to God right now as a person who will be there at the time Jesus comes? It's important that everyone, no matter what time, knows about God's plan to save us. Corianton, I can tell that you also have questions about the resurrection— when our spirit and body come back together again after we have died. I want to teach you more about that. First, there will not be a resurrection until after Jesus Christ comes to earth. He is the one who makes the resurrection happen. Now, if there will be one time or a second time or a third time when people are resurrected, I don't know, but that's okay because God knows and I trust him. But there is a time between when someone dies and when they are resurrected again. So what happens to a person's spirit in that time? Well, 
I asked God this question, and he told me the answer. As soon as a person dies, their spirit goes to one of two places. The spirits of people who are righteous and have tried their best to follow God will go to a place of happiness called paradise. There they will rest and have peace and have no more troubles and sadness. And the spirits of the people who are wicked and have chosen not to follow God, but who wanted to make bad choices instead, they will go to a place of sadness and misery. And in these two places, the spirits will stay until it's time for the resurrection, when their spirit and body will come back together. And when they are resurrected, their spirit and body comes together and everything will be perfect. Not a single hair on their head will be lost. Now, Coriandon, I think you also have questions about restoration, so I will explain it to you. God has a plan of restoration. That is, he will restore everything, or he will bring everything back, return it to its proper place, and repair anything broken. Like our bodies and spirits, he restores them so that they are perfect and together. God will judge each person's actions and choices in their life. If they tried to do good in this life and they wanted to do good, then in the next life, they will be restored to good things like happiness and living with God. But if a person chose to do evil in this life, then in the next life, they will be restored to evil things like misery and not being able to live with God. But if a person makes bad choices in this life, and then they repent and change to make good choices the rest of their life, then they will be rewarded in the next life with good things. We get to choose whether we will do good or evil. But my son, don't choose evil thinking you will just change later. Because choosing wickedness will never bring you happiness. Finally, Corianton, I think you have questions about why there is a punishment for people who sin. But my son, we all have the agency to choose what we will do in this life. Let me explain this to you by reminding you of the story of Adam and Eve. After they left the Garden of Eden, God put a flaming sword in front of the tree of life to guard it so that they could not eat the fruit of that tree and live forever. Instead, he gave them time to live on this earth, to repent and choose to follow him. And because they ate from the tree of knowledge, they were separated physically and spiritually, from being with God. But this gave them a chance to make their own choices. Now, because they were going to make mistakes, that would have kept them from being able to return and live with God again. 
unless someone else would pay for their mistakes. So there was a plan for Jesus to atone for all the sins of the people who would come to the earth so that those who chose to could come back to live with God. This way, my son, whoever wants to come to God can come to him freely. And whoever does not want to come, they will not be forced to come. But in the next life, those who didn't want to come to God will not live with him. Now, Corianton, don't let these things trouble you anymore. Just let your sins trouble you so that you will choose to repent. Don't make excuses for your sins. Let God's mercy and justice fill your heart and help you to be humble. Now, my son, you are called of God to teach his words to this people. So go and teach his words of truth to them so that you can help others repent and turn to God. And those are the words that Alma said to his youngest son, Corianton. And that's where our story ends today. Next time, we'll hear how Alma and his sons go out to teach the people. And we'll hear how wars are starting in the land of the Nephites. Until next time!